Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Party. Hello and welcome to episode 10, 10 guys, Woo! 10 Woo! of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Chrissy. And today we're going to be discussing episode 9, <laughs> the one where Underdog gets away. Underdog! Also... My cat is a little ill. He has a cold, so we're, you, you might hear him in the background. Yeah, we're sorry in advance. Yeah. Iggy, yeah. do you know what time it is? Time for the Friends Fast 15. And uh, we also, again, got positive feedback on the whole no repeats. So we do it. It's so again. hard, guys. Yeah, why are you guys cruel? <laughs> Making us do this? Oh my goodness. Alright, Meg, I don't know where you're thinking. Well, it's where the clock, where the clock is. <laughs> wow. Okay, why are you guys mean today? On your mark, get set, go. So, everybody's Thanksgiving plans fall through, and Monica wants to make a nice dinner for everyone, but then it all goes wrong and everything burns, and Rachel doesn't go on her ski trip. Ten seconds. Missed out a little bit there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Joey gets a new job for being a model, and he's actually a model for syphilis, and is all over town. And then they have Thanksgiving, and you have to make three types of potatoes, and it all goes wrong, and they have to go through a bunch of keys to get back into the apartment. And, yep. Oh, oh yeah, that was 15 seconds. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. You may have gone over <laughs> half a second there. But... <laughs> Thanks for the bonus. <laughs> Chrissy, you ready? I'll try. <laughs> and go. Chandler hates Thanksgiving. Nice. Phoebe likes peas and onions in her pea potatoes. Joey has syphilis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ross sings to his baby in the uterus. Um, f- who am I missing? Uh, thank you. Rachel was... And- fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Apologies for the language. I was close. That was good. That was good. That was different. It was different. Surface level, and then you get the the, you know the peas and onions details. Oh my god! OMG, guys! OMG! All right, Chrissy, hit me, hit me with that synopsis. You better hit me with that synopsis. That was great. (laughs) Really, bitchin'. All right, so let's talk about... Okay, before we get into this, I just have to say that I'm a huge Thanksgiving fan for the Friends series. So we talked about this a little bit last episode, but Friends is kind of known for all their Thanksgiving episodes throughout the series. So this one is a good one. I hope... I'm really excited to dive in about our thoughts on this one. Yes! If you guys follow on Instagram, you'll know how excited I was. Yeah. Follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dive into these lumpy potatoes. Oh, it's going to be good. Okay, so um, we start in Central Perk, right? I believe we did. Yes. 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 Yeah, yes. Rachel. Yes, Yeah, Rachel thank asking you. for an advance. Yep, she talks to Terry, her boss, and says, can I have an advance on my 
salary, and he tells her what a terrible waitress she is. And, um... Who needs coffee? Yeah. Everyone has <laughs> Every- <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, she's a terrible waitress. He's clearly not giving her that advance. She wants this advance so she can go skiing with her family for Thanksgiving. Um, normally her daddy pays for her ticket, but since he's, she's doing her own thing now, she's got to pay for it herself. So, um, she has to pay, I think it's like a hundred bucks is what it comes down to be. And so she's running around work trying to make, to make the tips. Um, then a Monica and Ross talk about what they're doing for Thanksgiving. Monica tells Ross that her, their parents will not be around. They are going to, um... Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, thank you. Puerto Rico for Thanksgiving. And um, he's like, you're wrong. No, you're not. I'm calling mom. And it turns out that, indeed, they will not be around for Thanksgiving. So Monica agrees to make Thanksgiving dinner for everyone. And so it's going to be, so far, it's Monica, Ross, and Phoebe. Because um, her grandmother and boyfriend do not celebrate Thanksgiving this year on Thanksgiving. Because he's lunar. So they're celebrating it. Um, what does that mean? Like, with the, where the moon is... Like, I guess they are celebrating it, like, when it's a full moon or when it's a... Oh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> I, th- I think. If I'm wrong on that, please correct me, but I'm thinking that's what it is. But anyway. Um, it's very Phoebe. So, Joey says that he's going home to, his, like, his family for Thanksgiving. Chandler boycotts all pilgrim holidays. Um, and we learned that he does that because his parents tell him when he was a kid that they're going to get divorced on, on Thanksgiving. And... Um, Rachel will not be there as well because she's she's trying to go to Vail for the ski trip. Where is that? I don't know. I was Colorado. actually going to ask that, and um, I'm not really sure. Look that up. So, um, while we talk about what Joey's going to do, he comes in, and they all the friends notice that he's wearing makeup, and they all kind of tease him because they don't really know why he's wearing makeup. He explains that. Yes. Colorado. It is Colorado. Okay, cool. Vale is actually, I believe, like, a resort. Oh, good. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. So, um, Joey tells them that he is Joey Cherbiani, a actor slash model. And he's going to be in a poster for, um, different health things. But he, at this point, he's not sure which health-related disease he'll be on. So, um, he's just hoping for a good one. Um, <laughs> so the next... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, we've, then we see, I believe Joey is the next scene, is Joey in the subway, and he sees a girl that he wants to go out with, and he, you know, asks her out, and she agrees, but then once she looks at a sign, she tells him, no thanks, and walks off. Joey's kind of confused till he turns around, sees the sign, and he sees that he is healthy, 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 um... I guess Post- poster or ad or whatever is um, for VD, so venereal <laughs> disease. So he <laughs> he's like what and like kind of just oh. So then the show kind of goes around every part of New York and like shows that the signs being everywhere, everywhere. Like even on um, Times Square, Times Square, everywhere. It's just like so the um, friends tease him big time on that, and they laugh at him and stuff and like. It's a bummer. So then they come back to Monica and Chandler, or Monica, well, Monica and um, Rachel's apartment. And um, Joey comes in, says, set a place for Thanksgiving because um, 
Yeah, my whole family thinks I have VD, so <laughs> they are not, yeah, I'm not invited back. Or Joey. So are you telling me that Monica and Chandler get together? I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to subside that. I'm not telling you shit about anything else. Okay. My bad, but no. So no. You'll have to fucking find out. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't hate me, people. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. God. Okay, anyway. So, Chandler is kind of watching all this happening, and he's kind of, like, laughing. And <laughs> he is just staying calm and, like, not getting involved. However, Monica gives him his traditional Thanksgiving Day feast, which consists of grilled cheese, tomato soup, and a family-sized bag of Funyuns. I mean, like, that That's sounds a, like a good meal. That's a pretty great dinner. Yeah. Alright, so, um, at this point, Ross wants, um, a tra- traditional Thanksgiving dinner that his mother makes. So he wants a mashed potatoes with lumps, because that's how mom makes them. So Monica decides, fine, I'll make mashed potatoes with lumps for you. Great. Joey wants, uh, tater tots, because that's what his mom makes. So Monica agrees to do that. And then Phoebe wants to have them with peas and onions, just like his her mom did before she died. So Monica's like, fine, I will make three kinds of potatoes for Thanksgiving. Fine, leave me, like, whatever. <laughs> Poor Monica. I know, that right? That is me. I'd be like, okay, I'll make everybody happy. Exactly. So while that's going on, in the meantime, um, Carol and Susan, we remember them from the you know, I think third episode of the one of the sonogram. It's been a while. It has been a while. They see them again. Um, and they, um, Ross goes over to pick up a skull that Carol borrowed for her class that he's got to take back from the museum. So he sees her, uh, actually Carol's not even there. It's Susan that they, she opens the door so they have to like hang out. It's very awkward. Like they don't, it's still just super awkward for them. So Susan informs Ross that he, she talks to the baby in, you know, and in her belly and stuff. And he kind of gets like weirded out by that. He doesn't believe that the baby can hear anything. Yada, yada. Fun fact, babies can hear like everything. (laughs) And like, he goes over back to his friends and talks about it, but he's jealous about it too, because he's like, if she gets to do it, I want to have some belly time too. Like what the heck? Belly time. Yeah. (laughs) So he goes back over to their place later and ends up talking, like attempting to talk to the baby, but he's having a hard time about how awkward it is. And eventually he starts singing to the baby when Susan enters the room. And really, he's doing, he, the courage he gets to do it is because he wants to do anything that Susan has done with the child. Exactly. So once they start singing, the baby kicks for the first time and he's able to feel it. And Susan and Carol get very, very excited as well. So that's a really cool moment to see. And I think it's actually, we can get into this later, but I think it's really cool that Ross was able to feel the first one, the first kicks. Because, obviously, they know the situation's a little bit kind of different and hard to have all the parents present. Right, When there's, you know... It was nice he was there. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, um, where were we? Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, the dinner preparations are going really well. And um, all the friends are back in the... um, Back in the uh, Monica's apartment. Um, Rachel doesn't real feels like she won't be able to make it to Vale because she doesn't have the money. The friends surprise her with uh, the money, so she's able to go. How sweet! Yes, 
That is very So sweet. she packs her bag, she's ready to go, and she comes out and says, Bye guys, I'm leaving. Uh, Chandler comes racing in the room and says, Hey, underdog got away. The balloon from the the parade <laughs> is gone away, where he's like flying across New York, like, let's go out to the building and see it. So they all run out and Monica says, Got the keys and she was meaning to tell Rachel, like, get the keys, but Rachel misinterpreted that. She thought that Monica meant, like, I have the keys. So they both leave the apartment, lock the door, don't have the keys. <laughs> they come back. No one has the keys. The, you know, the um, kitchen is still on as far as, like, the oven and the stove. Everything's still on. It's being burnt. burnt and Rachel doesn't have any of her stuff. So she gets late and um, does not have Thanksgiving and Vail. So... Um, eventually, Joey and Chandler have their key, but it's, like, in this giant, like, drawer. Drawer of keys. It's crazy. So they eventually figure it out, find it, they unlock the door. It is super smoky in the room, <laughs> in the apartment. Holy moly. Uh, Ross comes in from talking to the baby, and he's like, um, this isn't mom's, because he's just being a butt. And, um, they all start, like, fighting for a second. <laughs> and then they realize, like, hey, you know... We, we have each other, and they look at Ugly Naked Guy. Ugly Naked Guy has an ugly naked gal with him. And they're like, oh, it's nice that he has someone. And they all realize, like, all right, we have each other, and this is pretty great. So they sit down to their Thanksgiving meal, which consists of grilled cheese, tomato soup, and their Funyuns. And Chandler makes a nice toast to, um... <laughs> he's like, I'm glad that everyone's Thanksgiving was crappy because... I get to spend it with all of you together here, <laughs> and, um, yay. Eating his meal. Yeah, eating his meal. So, it was actually kind of an iconic, um, scene for the rest of the series, really, because, um, they go back and forth to the scene, and it's really, um, especially, like, when R Ross says, and hey, here's to a lousy Christmas, and Rachel says, and a crappy new year, and they cheers to that. That's, like, really... Kind of an we iconic should scene. do that at Friendsgiving and put it on Instagram. We should. That's a good idea. Alright, let's do it. I'm in. Remind yeah. me. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Although, the la very last scene is Joey. He's looking at his VD poster at the subway. And he, like, rips off the bottom, trying to find something good <laughs> for it to say under his picture. And he rips off, like, hemorrhoids and bladder problems and, like, all sorts of stuff. And eventually it gets to winner of three Tony Awards. And he's like, yeah. And he, like, smiles, leans up against the wall, like, I got that. And that's the end of the episode. So, um, kind of a lot going on, but, like, not really at the same time. But I really like this episode. It's one of my favorites in season one, for sure. Um, I think it's just because it's pretty iconic. I enjoy it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was good. Indeed it was. Do we have, I guess we, as far as characters go, I guess we see Susan more, right? Susan and Carol. Well, Carol's a different person, right? Yes, yes. yes. Um, so let's talk about Carol Willick. So she's played by Jane Sabet. I think we mentioned this in the sonogram one. Mm -hmm. She was played by a different person. Um, but... Carol, I love Carol. Like, you see her throughout the series here and there, like, every once in a while. Um, but she's a sweet, she seems like a sweet, sweet person. You don't really get too much out of her much, but she, like, talks to Ross kind of like she's understanding. Yeah, I was gonna say, actually, um, for the first couple of, like, moments, I think I'm really gonna not like her. 
And then she, like, warms up into her character, I think, a little bit, and she's much better towards the end of that scene with Ross. And I have to say that, like, she... She is, like, way different than the first Carol. Like, the first Carol, I was like, why is she making this such a big deal? Like, Ross is the father of this child, and, like, not because he donated sperm to them, but because he's actually the father of the child, because they were together when she got pregnant, you know? So, but, like, I, I felt like in the Sonogram episode, Carol was treating it like she was almost doing him a favor by letting him be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this episode, it felt more like you are the father of this child. Right. And, More like, involved. I'm okay with that. And, like, even um, Susan is the girlfriend. Yes. So even Susan in this episode was, uh, in, in the first scene with her, I didn't like her, where it was just her and Ross in the apartment, and when she told Ross about how she was talking to the baby through, like, you know, in, in Carol's stomach, um... I didn't like her in that scene because I was like, you are just coming across as arrogant and I'm not a fan. But then when she came in, it was like they were playful together. The three of them were like really playful. It was, it was nice. What is the word I'm looking for? Candor, right? It was like, it was yeah. nice conversation. And um, I thought that they portrayed their unique situation better in that scene. Yeah, I definitely think so. I like how she... The difference I like I see is that Ross is a little bit, and he has good reason to be. Don't get this in a negative way, but he's a little bit jealous of Susan, which again he has the right to be, and right. you see it in this episode. Like, well, if she oh, gets yeah. to, I want to. But like with with Susan, you see that his singing made the baby kick, and she doesn't really care about that. She's just like, oh great, she let just me wants feel. To feel it. Right, yeah, right, and right, so right, there yeah. is no tension between them at all in that scene. And I think you're right with that whole like, they it was actually a one group unit, and they weren't fighting, they weren't yeah. acting like children. They were like, this is our baby, and we were all excited. Like, this is a for miracle this. that's happening. I want to be a part of it. Yeah, exactly. Right. I will chastise Ross with slapping Susan's hand because she's a part of this family too. Yes, exactly. I know that was just supposed to be a little funny thing. And it did make me laugh, but then I thought about it, and I was like, Ross, come on. It would have come off differently if Susan hadn't, like, laughed it off and just put her hand right back on. And I think the fact that Susan was like, get out of here, I'm gonna listen to, and he didn't push her away again, that's why I was okay with that moment. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah. I, as, you said you didn't like the first scene, and I understand why, when they're interacting, but I just didn't like Susan's attitude. If you just take it from a we're doing the stereotypical ex to new sure. person, it was funny. Like, I thought that Ross being like, you guys have a lot of books about being a lesbian. And she's like, yeah, you gotta take a course. And if you don't pass it, they'll they let, let you be one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like that she gives it back to him. Like, he says something stupid like that, but I think he's trying to break the ice and make mm -hmm. it not awkward. But he says something like that, like, you guys sure have a lot of books about being a lesbian. And then she's just, well, she gives it back to him. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, they don't let you do it if you don't pass the course. And it's yeah. just, like, good for you. Because, like, the, maybe he didn't mean it in a dick move. Whatever. Right. But, like, whatever. Um, Susan in those 90s pants, though. Woo! Ooh, baby. Mom jeans. Right Ooh. there. Right there. Um, 
So we talked. To, I, I guess we talked about Susan here. Um, Susan, I think, is either you like her or you don't. You don't. You're not a fan. Um, I I don't really love her or hate her. I, she's she's okay. I, I mean, I think she tries to do the best that she can ish with the situation they have. Um, you can tell she wants Carol. She wants a life mm-hmm. with him. She she's she's happy about the baby, even though it's not. You know, it's a little bit different as in a lesbian couple would try and have mm-hmm. a child child, but she seems to be okay with that. It's just that she's she's letting Ross know that I'm the I'm a part of this too. Yeah. And I'm yeah. the I'm in the relationship now and you're not. So she's really holding on to that, which I'm sure is hard for Ross to deal with. I mean, to seven years they were married, so like Right. Yeah, no, I think that I like Susan. I just um I guess I just don't, I, I just, I like her better now that that last scene, like, they seemed like a good unit. They seemed cohesive. They did. Yeah. And respect, well. Because Carol, because, like, Ross made a joke about, like, being the dad, right? And, like, they all laughed about it, like, oh, yeah, you are. And, like, it was okay. It wasn't like before, Susan being, like, no, like, this is our child, not your child. Like, because in the Sonogram episode, that's how she was, and I was like, bitch, no. (laughs) This is his kid, too. Like, trust me, I get it. I get that, like, you're the relationship now, but, like, this is his child. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. It is, completely. Totally agree. But she tried, I think they, I think that um, Jane Sabet has more chemistry with both um, actors yeah. and actresses, and I think I, I just like her. I'm not saying I didn't like the other actresses or whatever, but like I, I like her a lot, and I think it makes the whole threesome there um, a good fit, if you will. It mm-hmm. tries to be. Yeah, I like it. Um, we have one more cast member we kind of talk about is uh, Terry. We we briefly uh, meet oh, him okay. in the beginning. Rachel's um, boss. Rachel's boss. He's kind of a I don't know. I mean, he tells it to her straight in a way of like, yeah, you're not getting an advance because you're not good. <laughs> so... The thing that I didn't like about that, though, is like, he doesn't really, like, help her. He doesn't give her any advice as to, like, oh, how not to at be all. better. Yeah, no, he's yeah. just like, um, no, you're not a good waitress. And it's like, well, then why don't you, like, like maybe she needs more training? Just right. saying. Or like this if you're really your that un too. yeah if you're really that unhappy with her then why are you keeping her if you're yeah. not gonna help her out like right right yeah it's, like, I agree be a boss and a mentor come on for real or she can't get better because she doesn't know any better definitely um I like to talk about I know I feel like I'm talking like taking over this you episode can, but not. um let's talk about Joey a little bit in this episode um we still don't really know that much about Joey. We will soon. There's a couple, a couple episodes. We will, we'll get to like an episode just about him, which is cool. But um, this one, like, you feel bad for him a bit. And he's kind of goofy and, like, I don't know. I did feel a little bad for him. Though, like, the way that he handled it in the ending of the episode was really great. Yeah. He like, laughed as, it off, too. Yeah. Like, he knew his friends were making fun of him, so he was just like, meh. Like, he just took he's it. like, yeah, it's funny. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Laughter's infectious. <laughs> um, I I want to say Joey looks good with makeup on. 
I agree. And you look you, really good. If you're a man or whatever, I don't care what you are, wear makeup if you want to wear makeup. Yeah, go for it. It's not just a feminine think thing. That he joke a, would not fly today. Ooh, no, but, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. I think he, this may be me being an a-hole, but I think he was a little bit pale, though. I think they, like, made it too white. He was like, kind of clownish. Like, it was too light for him, but Because I feel like he's usually, like, tan. Yeah. So, like, to see him look that, that pale was kind of like, okay. But. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he looked good. But he I agree, it was a little, a little pallid. Yeah, but no, his eyes looked good. They were more mm-hmm. like bam. Mm-hmm. And he had blush on. And he it did. Nice. It did. Um, flushed with happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's got VD. Over having. <laughs> what is it? VD. No, syphilis. Oh, syphilis. syphilis. Yeah. That's it. Um, also, a fan favorite of our Chandler. We learned some more about Chandler that why he does not like Thanksgiving and that his parents got divorced when he was young. And, um, why, it's just, like, a reoccurring thing throughout the entire series is that Chandler doesn't like Thanksgiving simply because of that. Like, his parents got divorced on Thanksgiving, or they told him on Thanksgiving, so he just doesn't deal well with Thanksgiving. Um, but I liked him at the end of this episode in particular, Mm -hmm. because even though he doesn't like Thanksgiving, he doesn't, like, he has bad memories from it, he still, like, sits down with his friends, has a nice meal, has that nice toast, because, I, I mean, like I said, it was pretty iconic, and it was a nice thing to say. Like, you can tell, like, they're a big family right there. Like, they're, we've talked about that before, how close they are, but I'm, yeah, not, no, I'm glad good. Chandler was the one to make it. I think it's important to note that, like, say you don't like your family's traditions, or, you know, something falls apart like that, and you can always remake can always traditions. make your own. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's kind of like that thing nowadays where Friendsgiving is mm-hmm. like... Super it's, prominent. Yeah. I'm it's, so excited! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, I know a lot... Before we even started doing it, I know last year was my first time doing it, but a lot of people our age have been doing it for, like, years now. Yeah. And it used to... Like, when I was a kid or when I was growing up, I don't remember anyone I know having a Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. But maybe I was just too young to know, but, like, now... A lot of people do it, and it's because, like, their friends are just as important as their family, and, like, you know, you know, friends are a big deal, and they're, you know, that's how much you love them, how much fam- they could be family. They're your chosen family, you know? I mean, yeah. like, our our um, old roommate, Chris, we do ho- every holiday with him and his mom and his uncle, just because, like, he's family. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, I like how that, like, Friendsgiving is, is, it's an actual thing now. Like, it's a real, like, people know what you're talking about when you say Friendsgiving. They're like, oh, that's right, cool. Sure. Like, yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. with your friends. Sweet, neat. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like, a very th- prominent thing, if you will. Um, any other characters? Oh, Monica. I want to talk about Monica really quick. Okay. She is definitely, we talk about how Monica is very, um, the, the, the loyal friend, the good friend, the takes oh care God. of everyone. This is a big time one where you see her being kind of like the mom of the group almost. Because she takes care of everybody. She's making Thanksgiving for everybody. Maybe I'm thinking maybe it's because that she's the chef. That's why she's cooking everything. But I think because she also likes to I be in control. I think it's more than that. 
I think that she, it was her idea to do it with Ross, and then, like, she wanted to have everyone be involved. And I, this episode, this episode made me realize that I think that I really am a lot like Monica. Yeah. And, and it's not a bad thing, it's just like... I like Monica a lot. No, I, definitely. I am one of those types of people that, like, takes on a group project and, like, takes on way too much that I should. And that is exactly, like, what Monica is like. I think also yeah. that Monica... I see myself in her, too, with the fact that I would, like, try and make it Everybody happen. happy. Right. And I think that her friends, the other friends, know that she's like that. So, like, they'll be like, oh, but this is how it was then. So they know Monica's gonna be like, alright, I'll make it happen for you. You know what I mean? Like, you can kind of see that when they look at her. But it goes back to like her being a good friend, like the loyal. They're all pretty much loyal as whatever. But right. Monica's like, she'll do it and knows that. And they all know that she will too, like you said. Um, but I like how she like. I mean, it's stressful. Like if that were to happen to me and and Friendsgiving, for example, or any holiday or whatever, where like my entire dinner they got all burnt, ruined, like. I was telling them when we were watching it, how much money like went down the drain yeah, when you go so buy much. for a, a big dinner like that? Like that's a lot of it's expensive. What did I do last Thanksgiving? Oh my god, it was almost horrible. We wake up super early because her her dad used to get a free turkey from work, and it was always a massive turkey, so it needed so it to, took cook forever forever. to cook forever. So we would wake up super early, put the turkey in the oven. We'd go hang out on the couch or take a nap, but we would always set an alarm wall. We didn't, I don't think, and we slept. We didn't. We didn't turn the oven down when it needed to be. So this because tur- you start it higher and then you lower it. This turkey that was supposed to cook for how long? Seven hours. Cooked in three. Three. Whoa! I didn't dry it out. It wasn't burnt, but it was done at like nine a.m. Nine a.m. It was a miracle. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I got so lucky, but it could have been so bad. Like, we were like, oh like my god! Skin, like, the skin was just starting to char mm-hmm. in parts. It was if so I, Had I waited Five ten minutes. more minutes, it, the turkey would have been black on the outside. <laughs> but it was cooked all the way through. Nothing was raw. It wasn't dry. It was good. I was like, well, Damn. Why don't I just do this? <laughs> it took three hours. I can didn't wake I, up at nine. You didn't have to baste it? Nothing. <laughs> no, I didn't baste it not once. Because, like, when I went to go baste it... It was done. It was done. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it happens. I mean, that's good. I'm glad you didn't burn it. Like Monica, because yeah. she would have been. You know, there's always something on Thanksgiving. I'm always in charge of Thanksgiving, and I love it. I love... That's like my holiday. It's fun. It's fun to cook that kind of food because you only yeah. get to do it. I mean, if you. I only do it, do it once a year because yeah, we alternate. So, like, my mom does Christmas. I do Thanksgiving. Chris's mom does Easter. So, like, those are the three big hitters every year. And it's nice to, like, only be responsible for one. But, like, I take pride in that one. Yeah. And I always go overboard, but. I mean, it's holiday. Whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like. I feel bad that everything got ruined and she had, like, a stressful thing because she was making her first Thanksgiving meal. And they had their first, like, real fight 
all of them. Go yeah, like the other, yeah. yeah. And like stressful, so she kind of like loses it for a second. It was like gets all squealy and like it's my first Thanksgiving <laughs> and it's burned and I just <laughs> and like Chandler just like blows her off and like uh only dogs can hear you now, so stop. <laughs> But, like, I don't know. I felt bad for her in that instant. Like, Man, that really sucks. It does. And then she probably had to cook the, the tomato soup and grilled <laughs> cheese. And it's just like, ugh. Like, it's not the same. But I would have well. made somebody else do it. Maybe Phoebe did it. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I feel like Phoebe would do know. it. Um, but I liked this episode with all those. Even, like, Jennifer Aniston, as far as, like, Rachel goes. Like, she was cute in this one. Trying to, like, make it work and... Yeah, it was, wasn't happening. Yeah. You kind of get everybody in this episode. You do. Yeah. It, yeah, they do a good job. A little bit of everyone. Yeah. I dig it. What's next? Give us your facts, Give me girl. Some facts. Oh my goodness. Give me your facts, Talking facts, so facts. much today. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, some of the stuff we already kind of know, but this is the first Thanksgiving episode of the series. Woohoo! Woo! I've mentioned that many times. Does Friends coin the phrase Friendsgiving? It, don't tell me. I'm going to hypothesize that it, they do eventually. Okay. Sure. Hypothesize. You should. Why not? Because they didn't in this episode. Nobody says Friendsgiving, but like, I bet you down the road, Friends is the place that, that dubbed it a thing. Um, so, so what you what you what you think? Friends wait, game? I have more things. I'm gonna guess that they dropped the ball on it, and it did not come from Friends, and it should have. There we go. All right, one of each. One of each. Yeah. Fair enough. One of us will be right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, according to many fan many fans, this is the best episode to this point. So take it as what you will, but yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with it, but we can talk about that during our ranking. Mm-hmm. section um uh let's see this is uh one of the rare times where ugly naked guy has someone else in his apartment um we don't really see them talk about you don't you barely see ugly naked guy but he hardly like never has anyone else in his apartment with him so one of the only times so that's kind of cool um we talked about this is the first appearance of jane sibet as carol she replaced anita barone um in the in the sonogram episode. So it's the only reason why that happened because like Anita just didn't have time after filming the pilot. Um, I think it or was. It wasn't even the pilot that that happened. No, that was, that was the second episode. second episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I think from what I um one of our listeners actually posted that she. Um. Actually, I don't even remember what it was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that they they actually told me why, and I can't remember what it was, but it was, like, something to do with schedules and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually kind of happy because I do like Jane Sabet a lot. Yeah. Um, so, although Chandler, the Thanksgiving is, reminds him of his parents' divorce, um, it's is actually his most significant holiday during the course of the series. So the rest of the Thanksgiving episodes are kind of revolving around Chandler a little bit and um I think it's kind of cool how they did that we'll find out down the road but um what they are and everything oh Ross sings the theme theme tune to the 1960s show the monkeys uh which actually it's credited in the band and it's used as the same name because obviously we know that the monkeys were an actual band they were Mm -hmm. um which is pretty 
cool. So pretty cool, man. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> Name that sitcom. <laughs> Wait, what is it from? Are you serious? Seinfeld? No. Close. Uh, no, I can't think of the name of it. Frasier? No, it's with Larry David. Oh, shoot. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. yes. I, I got there. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? Nope. It's pretty funny. Larry David's hilarious. He's. You think it's funny? He's funny. I'm shocked. What? No, listen. I just got annoyed because we just watched it so much. I just don't need to watch it that often, you know? It's just like Seinfeld. I mean, Larry Davis, David, David, Larry David wrote Seinfeld, right? With, yeah. with, uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> How many people are laughing at me right now? <laughs> Probably a lot. Well, listening. Probably a lot. Listen, I, I knew I got there. Okay. I got the gist. Any more facts, girl? No. All right. Ranking and thoughts. Can I have my iPad, please? My iPad. My iPad. <laughs> my iPad. Look Funny. at my rankings. My iPad. <laughs> I enjoyed this episode. Like, it was hyped up. Sorry. No. It was hyped <laughs> up by Chrissy herself. Well, sometimes, like, things get hyped up and, like, for example... You gotta watch this funny YouTube video, and then you're watching it with somebody, and you have to be like, the funny part's coming. I swear, it's still funny. This part's really good, <laughs> and nobody cares. You know what I mean? <laughs> but this true. lived up to the hype. It was very, very good. Yay! There was, a lot, there was a lot of, like, craziness and, like, relatable things. Like, me and Meg had a crazy Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, again, like, they always feel real in they some do. way or another. Where do you put it? What's my number, what's my one, two, three right now? One is blackout. Two is the one where Nana dies twice. And three is the butt. Mm. I don't know if it's one or two. So somebody else go. I think that it is one for me. What is it called? The one where underdog gets away. Yeah, it's it's number one. It's really good. I think that I was yes, it was hyped up, but it was just I loved how we got a little bit of everybody. I liked the moral of the story, basically, like you know, just because things don't go the way that you expect them to doesn't mean that you can't have a good time. Your friends are your family as well. Your friends are just as important as your family. Um, and you can have a great Thanksgiving with just your friends. And grilled cheese. And grilled cheese. Because grilled cheese is the shit. Let's be real. <laughs> Especially is. grilled cheese with tomato soup. Like, that is like the marriage of all foods. Okay. And Funyuns. I and, need, yeah. I need everyone's grilled, like, best grilled cheese. Yeah, like, everybody. What's your combo of cheese? Yeah, what is, like, the number of slices, what types of cheese, how do you grill it? Because that's mm-hmm. a thing, too. Mm-hmm. We're very particular. With I am very particular with how I make a grilled cheese. Matt makes a bitch in grilled cheese. Meg makes Chris good. makes a he great does grilled make cheese. Good grilled cheese. And I kind of have, like, taken his method but made it my own. Mm-hmm. 
And it is perfect. Go for it. Tell us. I melt the butter in the pan, mm-hmm, put mm-hmm. the bread, two slices of Colby, or two slices of Munster, another piece of bread. When that side is done, I put it in a spatula, I melt a little bit more butter in, and then I flip the sandwich into the melted butter, and that is how I make it. I'm going to change one thing. One slice Colby, one slice Munster. Mm. Yeah. Or double of either. But those are the two best cheeses in the world. Come on. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, Matt does Parmesan. Ooh. Shed, white cheddar or something. And you're going to hate me. I'm sorry. Um, I don't remember the other one. Ah. Can you imagine a grilled cheese with Asiago? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my! It looked like Monica just had, che- or uh, American. Yeah. Like, and are you just a classic, craft American slice? Because sometimes that's a delicious thing I'm craving. Yeah, and dipped in tomato soup is perfect. Oh my god! It really is. Like nothing tops a grilled cheese dipped in tomato soup. Campbell's. Just saying. Campbell's tomato soup. Condensed. Literally Condensed. No- nothing is better. <laughs> nothing is better than that fake ass tomato soup in a can. Literally, like literally, I don't like I don't like real tomato soup. Where it's, it's hard like, to make. It's like, like you know well. I don't want fucking marinara sauce. Exactly. I want tomato soup. That's true. I totally agree. Campbell's with that. makes it right. It's true. They just do. Hey Campbell's. No shame. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't care about the sodium. I don't care about any of that. Campbell's makes the best tomato. Soup. I have to agree. If you also want to spice up your grilled cheese and tomato soup, a little bit of tater tots on the side. And a tie! Okay, here's my other question for you. With your Campbell's tomato soup, do you oh, mix, this is important. Do you mix water into it? Like, do you make it with a can of water? Yeah. Mm-mm. 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 Why not? You fill that can with milk. Creamy. Creamy ass tomato soup out of the can. <laughs> oh my god. Campbell's tomato soup. Alright, alright. You fill that can with milk and you mix it. It's gonna look weird for a second because it'll be like super light. But then like as it mixes, you know, nobody can see me except for Chrissy and Katie. But, like once it, you know, mixes, gets hot. Mmm. Perfect. I'll take that into consideration. You, seriously, next time you make it, you better make it with milk. And tell I me feel what like you the think. The next time we record, we need to have grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 That's happening. Done. Yeah, I know what we can do. I know because we're recording again in a couple days. Hi. Because <laughs> Katie and I are going on vacation, mm-hmm. so we have to like bulk a couple up, which is we haven't had to do before. But I'm thinking Sunday we get together. We have a grilled cheese bake-off, and we cut those things into three, and we each get a slice of our own grilled cheese. Um, in. Yes. Sounds amazing. In between episodes, because we're doing two. In. We have a grilled cheese bake-off, and we will report, because actually, that will be the day that this episode drops, so go on Instagram, and we'll tell you what happens today. Look for the notification. Friends watching Friends Pod. Hey, <sighs> All right. After that rant. That was amazing. Okay. Now Where's the ranking? You said that it was number one? 
It's called The One Where Underdog Gets Away? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's my number one. Kate, where are you at? I'm gonna go one. I mean, it just inspired this amazing food conversation. So how can I not rank it at one? And right. my boy Chandler, his heart grows, like, a couple sizes, just like the Grinch in this episode, you know? Yeah, agreed. I, I feel like him. he was kind of kind of sparse through the episode, and then it was like, BAM! Right Chandler! At the end. Chandler! I love him. And... I just can't pick. I just love them all. Uh, yeah, I actually, I yeah, I like them all a lot. And like, I, I think it was um, Tam posted on our group page about Tamalam, Tamalam about um, Ross going like, you just don't get it, and then yeah. like, if, and it oh made my God. me laugh so hard. And then I, let, she, oh God. I commented and said that that's my favorite moment so far, and it still is. But she's like, David Schwimmer is just a really good, like, physical actor. And I saw that in this episode, too. Like, just his facial expressions. And, like, if you're not looking, you can listen to this episode and still laugh. Any of them. But, like, if you're looking at Ross. If you're watching it, though. Like, when he's talking to the baby, he pulled some face that made me laugh. And and then as soon as, like, Susan walks in, he's, like, all animated talking <laughs> at the baby. Like, no, I will Yeah, he this. even, like, shushes her. Like, shh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he wasn't. <laughs> like, he was already singing. Right. And that oh, and, like... God. Uh, Monica hit him for like don't touch the cook- don't touch something or whatever. And he's like, Mom never hit, and they gave a face like, <laughs> and, and, and like walked away. But no, he's, he is very animated. It's so funny. I like it a lot. He makes so it this laugh. is your number one, Chrissy. Um, yes, it is. It beats Ooh. George Stephanopoulos. Yes. It wow. Does. No. Yep. It is. I really like this episode. Snuffleupagus getting the scissors. Snippity snip down to number two. <laughs> Bye, George. No, I really, I really like this episode for the same reasons we d- we talked about basically. But um, the favorite, one of my favorite parts in this episode was when they were watching out the window at Ugly Naked Guy, and Phoebe says it's nice that they he has someone, and they all look at each other and they like give each other like like pats on the back, and they're all like yeah yeah, and like mm-hmm. I just I don't know, love it. And then obviously I love the toast at the end. That's my two favorite. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I'm also glad, by the way, side note, that um, we finally see Carol and Susan again and talk about the baby. Like, yeah. It's it took a minute there, and I'm finally glad we can start to like. I mean, like she has a bump now. Yeah, exactly. Which maybe that was kind of the point. Like you have to kind of wait to. Do not much happens in yeah. the very beginning Let and stuff. So like. But like, yay! Finally, so that's cool. You yeah. can continue with that storyline. Yeah. I like it. What's next? Favorite quotes. We kind of touched on it. Chandler's toast. Chandler's uh, thing in the beginning with Joey has the makeup on. And he was like, actor slash model. And he's like, oh, really? Because I was thinking you were like, man slash woman. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was the one where I was like, that wouldn't fly Yeah, that wouldn't fly. No, no. That wouldn't fly. Um, I liked... Ross was funny in this one because I just, like, I, th- I this might annoy people, but I thought that it was funny, kind of, like, how whiny he was about Thanksgiving. Oh, it made mm. me laugh. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and how he was just, like, well, that's not what, it doesn't smell like moms in here. Well, that's not like moms. That's not like moms. This isn't like moms. And it's like, <laughs> buddy, Monica needs to smack you. Yeah. <laughs> I think she does, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah but oh, she says... She needs to do it a couple more times. He's gonna get a lump. Yeah. Pulling a Rapunzel. Well, it's funny, because he... It's kind of... Um... What's the word? 
he's not exactly com- comedic relief because everybody's funny. This is a comedy sitcom, like right. But like he's he's so over the top that like it doesn't make you mad. Maybe some people makes mad, but like it doesn't really make you some people that mad. It just like you laugh about it because you know it's that's him. Like he's emotional. Right. He's whatever. So like he overdoes everything, but it fits for him because you know how like emotional he is. Right. So like yeah. he can be whiny. He can be like, it's not how mom makes it. And you're like, yeah. you laugh at it. Like you're not mad. Like he does. He does it well. It's funny to me. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't get it. Well, I'm good. Seriously, like I don't know if any moment in Friends is gonna top that. I don't know. Was, it was really funny. That gift too. Get it. <laughs> like I think if I'm ever having a bad day, I just need to think of that and I'll laugh. Other notable moment that I liked in this episode was the whole key debacle because I looked at Megan and was like, "That's me and you." It really is. Like. Thinking that the other one said something different. Like, you're both communicating, but totally miscommunicating. Yeah, no, and I could totally see both of us being like, no, you said I've got the key. <laughs> Actually, I want to see who you agree with. Do you agree with Monica, or do you agree with Rachel on this? Because, I, I'm just curious. We'll put, like, a, a poll or something on social media. Rachel. But, okay. <laughs> Alright, are you team Ma- Monica on this argument, or team Rachel? Because... Do you hear, Monica says that she says, got the keys, like, question mark, like, got the keys, and Rachel says, no, you said, got the keys, like, <laughs> saying that she, you know, Monica like, has the em. keys, I got them. So, I'm curious to see, what is your opinion? Mine, I, I have to side with Rachel on this. I don't, like, the way she said it sounded to me that she was saying, like, as I've a statement, em. like, I have them, got the keys, because I don't think I heard the question in there. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I just didn't hear it. But I'm going to side with Rachel on this argument. Is it me next? Yeah, I said Rachel. Ever the Libra. Now, when I heard it first, so I knew, like, I could tell what the punchline was going to be. Like, I knew that they were going to forget the keys. Like, I caught on to that. But when I heard it first, I really did hear Monica ask Rachel, do you have the keys? However, she should have communicated better. Been like, no, do you have them? <laughs> we're or, gonna say, like, or say, like, do you have the keys or get the keys? Right. It would be quicker right. to say, like, I don't, I got the keys or get the keys. Like, first impression, she just I heard it as yeah. Monica intended it, but I can totally see how it would be. All right, interesting. Not interesting. Such a Libra. I know. <laughs> you can't just pick a side. No, but that's exactly how it happened in no, my brain. But, like, that is what happened. Okay, you know what? All right, we're putting a poll in, you and we can bed. Okay. we can discuss. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh. so good, so good. All right, social medias. Mm-hmm. Do I have to do it? Yeah. You do it, Katie. Oh, I don't remember. Tell anything. people. Yes, you do. All right. Uh, so <laughs> there's this place called Facebook. You should go follow us on Not there. Not the Facebook. Not the Facebook. Drop the the. It'll be better. Facebook. Right. Uh, at Friends Watching Friends. And then we also have a group that goes along with it. Friends Watching Friends Podcast group. I'm sorry. Friends Watching Friends Podcast. And then there's the group. So go in there. No spoilers, but you can post fun stuff on there. Especially, like, the day that that episode comes out. Yeah, if like. If there's any funny gifts, like, please share for them. For sure. And then we'll be talking about the polls and stuff. Like, yeah, I wrote down for some. Dis- for a discussion for that. And basically, the group is really for discussions about things we talk about on the podcast or right. anyone has any articles to share or pictures to share or thoughts. Yeah. Anything. Yep. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then we also have an Instagram at Friends Watching Friends Pod. And Chrissy posts a bunch of fun things on that. And today, you better follow our grilled cheese adventure. Yeah. If you're listening to us right now. And we'll save it, because why not? Yeah. On the gram. On the gram. And then you can find us pretty much anywhere that you can find a podcast. Spotify. Tune in. Stitcher. Apple Podcasts. Google Play. Yeah, and if you guys would like to leave us a review, if you like what we hear, what we hear, <laughs> like what you hear, we would greatly appreciate such a thing. You know what I just heard? Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen that episode yet. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Don't you worry. We are so gonna party. <laughs> I'm so excited. I mean, vomit. <laughs> That's my favorite. That is such my favorite one. Every time I, like, listen to it, like, if I'm gonna listen to it or whatever... That always makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited! I may vomit. <laughs> it's the way he ends the sentence, which just kills me. All right, so good. Um, if you want to follow any personal pages, um, I'm on Instagram at Chrissy Camprod, Chrissy underscore Camprod. I keep forgetting about that. And Chrissy C R I S S Y, by the way. Uh, me and Meg are at the Peaches Family. Or if you just want to follow me, but I don't really post too much because I just post on our family one. It's Skaterade Seven. I'm also on the Peaches Family, yo. Twitter and yo. <laughs> Twitter and Instagram. And also, if anybody is interested in Harry Potter podcast, Katie and I host on Swish and Flick and All Potter podcast, which you can find anywhere you can find friends watching friends and. For anybody that ever listened to our Disney podcast, you should probably, like, go and follow us again on social media, because maybe we have something up our sleeves coming. <coughs> I just had something in my throat. Grown-up kids, yo. Grown-up kids. That's what I call it in my head. Guck. Guck. <laughs> I like it. But on that note, can we go get some Christmas coffee? <gasps> oh. Merry coffee. Gosh, you're such a weirdo. It's on the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Merry coffee. Merry coffee. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> Let's get coffee. Okay. Peace out. Okay, now what I just heard? Blah 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 blah. Ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Ready Ready?